Hello and welcome to Transmissions from Tatooine, episode 34, the show that covers all the Star Wars films, TV shows, books, comics and more in no apparent order. I'm your host, Ollie, here with our other fantastic host, Jayant. Hey everyone. And today we're going to be kind of having another sort of general Star Wars discussion and try and go over a little bit of the news that's come out recently or yeah, maybe not so recently, but, uh, you know, wh- whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. This is Transmissions from Tatooine, coming to your data pads from, well, not Tatooine actually, uh. So, uh, yeah, as we said in the talk, today we're going to um, be having a general discussion and kind of try and talk about some news. And um, the first thing I want to talk about is the announcement that uh, Ubisoft or Ubisoft, I'm not sure quite how you pronounce that, um, U-B, hang on, U-B-I-S-O-F-T is making an open world Star Wars game, uh, which I am really excited about because I think that's something that uh, a lot of people have wanted for quite a long time but we haven't really had. What do you think of it? Yeah, that's amazing. Like, I didn't hear of that but uh, open world Star Wars game, that, like, the thing is Star Wars is a really big world. um, Yeah. With a lot of you know, characters and... Yeah, and what do you kind of hope they do with it? Would you like to see it be open world with planets we've already seen or entirely new planets or...? And a, a little bit of both, you know? Right, yeah. yeah and it's you... got... It, go ahead. Yeah, and it's got a lot of potential because... Um, you know, there could be loads of quests, loads of stories. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of, you could also be a force-wielding person or, you know. Yeah, I think, uh, absolutely. I, I hope that they kind of give you the opportunity to sort of develop your character a lot and um, kind of sort of choose to play it however you want to do it, like have the option to be a Jedi or a bounty hunter or a smuggler or a pilot or whatever. And I'll... Yeah. What time period would you like to see it in? Would you like to see it kind of Empire or First Order, Republic, Old Republic, High Republic, Skywalker Saga? Maybe Empire? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think I would probably agree. I'd either like to see it in um, the Empire times or I'd like to see it in High Republic times because I feel like either of those could be very interesting because Empire, um, we've already seen quite a lot of, but I feel like it's probably uh, kind of, I think Early Empire is my favourite sort of time period 
that we know about so far in the Skywalker saga or yeah. you know, right now, because, um, you know, you have, like, Jedi Fallen Order and Charles Saul's Darth Vader and, excuse me, like, just lots of good stuff, uh, Rebels. And uh, so I really like to see something set there, and I think you could do a lot with... Um, well, you could do, I guess, the Jedi on the run, but we've already kind of had that with uh, Fallen Order. You could do a smuggler trying to get past Imperial blockades and go all over all different planets and you know, get different cargo and get involved in dogfights with stormtroopers and deal with the Hut cartels, and you could get into kind of that criminal sort of yeah. area of Star Wars. So Crimson Dawn and the Pikes and all of that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot that they could do with it. Uh, and then I would also quite like to see the High Republic, though, just because I feel like that's a sort of really open time period. I feel like that might le lend itself more to being a sort of Jedi character because um, you could be, you know, a Jedi and, and totally new Jedi based on some distant outposts because they have all sorts of outposts all over the galaxy in this time period um, and then you could kind of be going around trying to de de defend people from the Nile but uh, um, I, and I feel like part of the appeal to that is just that it's such a new time period that they can really do anything they want in it, can't they? Yeah. But yeah, so that's something I'm I'm really looking forward to because <laughs> But what was is this news like recent or mm, relatively recent. I think it's a few months old now, so not like yeah. super new, but uh this show isn't exactly the best at um, keeping yeah. up with the news, is it? Um, yeah. And then the other thing that um, the other thing that I thought we might want to talk about is um, Galaxy's Edge, and there's a new. They've released pictures of. Um, Cal Kestis's lightsaber, which is coming to Galaxy's Edge. So you know Cal Kestis from Fallen Order. <laughs> um, that wow. That you're going to be able to buy his lightsaber. Hang on, let me let me find a photo of it. Uh, but yeah, I think it's going to be. Uh, Wait, isn't his lightsaber, like, fully customizable? Uh, yeah, it's, like, the lightsaber that you see in all the promotional material and that you oh. have at the start of the game, so, um, um kind of that, uh, how it, like, the end bit's kind of all broken off and stuff, and then you have the top bit has kind of those two pointy bits coming out that go around the blade, hang on. Let me uh, send you the image. Um, but yeah, um, 
I think I'm because I am well I was meant to be going to Galaxy's Edge last summer and then this summer um, and and now it's not going to be this summer it's going to be I'm I'm meant to be going to Galaxy's Edge at some point in the future, um, obviously when this whole stupid pandemic's over. <laughs> um, and it it's very tempting to me. Um, and apparently it's gonna be, you can uh, set, if you buy two, you can separate the broken bit from the clean bit and then um, like, uh, uh, then like join the two together and have the double bladed lightsaber um, kind of like you can with Darth Maul's lightsaber. That's cool. And also a really clever money grab considering that it's probably going to be like $150 to get one so yeah so that's like four hundred no $390 oh, I would estimate around there if you wanted to get both of them so uh yeah i would i would probably only go for like one one of them if i was gonna buy it but um, that's i'm really looking yeah forward, really looking forward to going to galaxy's edge because um you know it just sounds fantastic like it's entirely um i think it's like 14 acres of just star wars and i've no idea how big an acre is but um i i know it's big and i've uh read the black star uh, black spire novel and really enjoyed that and i know i'm getting thrown alliances um which i'm also really looking forward to reading and uh, in the cantina at Galaxy's Edge, there's a gunshot on the wall um, that's actually referenced in Thrawn Alliances. So Anakin shot someone in the cantina and put a bullet through the wall, and they've got that um, like blaster mark on the wall where he shot. <laughs> and so it, I think it's, just, <laughs> it's like so meant to be so immersive and stuff and um yeah, yeah there's a lot of detail yeah um i mean it's essentially like the most expensive movie set ever built isn't it that they yeah like that's kind of my impression of it um is that everything looks like perfect if they if they ever wanted to make a Star Wars movie um, on Batu, they could literally just shut down the park and bring in a film crew and go and film it there. Um, and but yeah, yeah. Um, and then the rides as well um, look cool. So they've got the uh, Smuggler's Run, which is like a flight simulator in the Millennium Falcon, which I'm looking forward to and have already made deals with my siblings so that I'll be able to get the pilot seat provided that, you know, it's 
<laughs> yeah. Because it's a six-person thing, like flight simulator, which slightly annoys me because there's only four seats in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon in the movies, but they've put six seats in it. <laughs> but um, anyway, gr grumble, grumbles aside because that's, yeah. you know, kind of stupidly grumbly considering how amazing this place is or is yeah. going to uh, Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's amazing. I just haven't had the chance to experience it for myself yet. Um, yeah. and, and then the other one is the Rise of Resistance, which sounds even better. And so uh, it's kind of, it's almost a sort of mini story um, where you're, the resistance is evacuating the two and then you get, so you're on a transport ship that then gets captured by the First Order and you have to get off it. But like you can move around and at one point you end up in a full-sized First Order hangar. Um, and like the photos of that look just incredible. Uh, and then you kind of get chased through this first order ship and then you have to escape and that's about all I know about it because I've been really trying to avoid spoilers on that one um just because it is really a sort of story based ride but um uh, I'm really looking really looking forward to it as you can probably tell I don't know maybe just maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe yeah Mm. And then um, I'm also looking forward to probably going in and spending all my pocket money on overpriced Star Wars merchandise. <laughs> well, overpriced probably isn't being fair because a lot of it is sort of, I guess, reasonably priced for what you're paying. Like um, the lightsabers, I think, are between... $129 and then the most expensive one is $200 um, and that's building your own one um, which yeah. is, uh, and it is like, quite expensive it's expensive but like if you look at a high-end lightsaber uh, kind of like metal and stuff that's very similar to what you'd expect to pay for one of the Black Series Hasbro ones, which are also kind of high-end metal lightsabers. And so okay. like that, kind of expensive, but not more expensive than they would be elsewhere. And then one of the things that I really like that is kind of on the cheaper end is that you can buy... Um, Han Solo's dice, so you know, like those dice that he has in the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. You can buy those. And so, and they're actually quite cheap. They're I think fifteen dollars, fourteen ninety nine. And um, so yes, I'm thinking I might buy them. I don't have the car yet to put them in, but I'll buy them and then put them in my car even when I get a car. <laughs> yeah. 
like the cars the slightly more expensive part. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, what else do we have to talk about? So, yeah, have you have you been reading any of the comics kind of recently or not so recently kind of? Because I'm on Marvel Unlimited, so I'm always behind, but... Uh, I actually haven't. Right. Have Have you read the new um Darth Vader series? Or started reading that, um, where he goes uh, to do? Uh, I'm not sure which series you're talking about, because maybe I... Maybe I'm I'm also a bit behind too, but right. like uh, I don't know how to tell uh, which uh, season I mean which comic you're talking about without spoilers, uh, you know? Well, I've read all three of the Darth Vader comics, um, like, so so definitely. you read all of them. I've read all of them up to on the newest one um, up to where it sat in Marvel Unlimited. So, ah, wait. So, it, if I drop an accidental uh, spoiler, like not accidental, you know what I mean. <laughs> if if you accidentally spoil spoil it, I won't be super mad at you. Okay. But so the about where he goes to Naboo and he goes to Padme's grave and meets Sabe and that one I think I think that's the one I read it's been a while like it's all to do with Padme yes yeah that's the comic yeah yeah what what did you think of that because that's I've been really enjoying that comic because um it reminds me a lot of kind of towards the end of Charles Saul's Darth Vader comic, kind of trying to bring Padme back from the dead. Here he's kind of, after he finds out, you know, that Luke Skywalker is his son, trying to work out what happened there because he thought they, you know, died when Padme did. Yeah. Uh, any further thoughts than yeah? Mm, I'm thinking not really. Yeah, um, I feel like it's also really interesting to see um, Sabe because, you know, we didn't, or until we read the comic, didn't know uh, what kind of happened to her after Padme's death. And it's an interesting to thing to think about isn't it because like in my head they sort of went back to Naboo um but yeah. <clears throat> clearly not um and I think the handmaidens are some really good characters um I haven't haven't read Queen's which I I know E.K. Johnston's written the Queen's Shadow and Queen's Peril books. But I'm not sure if they're in that order. They're a kind 
kind of two Padme books, but they're all about the handmaidens and I haven't read those, but then they're, they're meant to be very good. Um, uh, particularly the second one that came out that's the prequel that I think is Queen's Peril, but I don't know for sure. Um, leave a comment telling us if you do know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that uh, is meant to be good, and I would like to read those at some point. Um, and then I feel like they're kind of interesting characters because they're sort of so mysterious, aren't they? Like you see them in the movies as these background characters, but then um, they've kind of slowly been built up into these really cool characters. A little bit like yeah. Darth Maul, isn't it? Because he kind of starts yeah. just looking cool and then sort of dying underwhelmingly in Phantom Menace. <laughs> Yeah. And then they obviously brought him back in Clone Wars. Um and Yeah. And then they've sort of not even sort of they've turned him into this really cool character and by the time you get to uh the end of Clone Wars, which isn't the end of his story in like order, but it's I think as far as we've gotten with a story in, you know, our world, like the most recent chapter of it. Yeah. And in that, he's now, like, a really, really good villain. Um, yeah. Yeah. Maul is an interesting character. Yeah, he went from, like, yeah, exactly like you said, looking cool to... Having a story that's kind of cool as well. Yeah, and then I mean, yeah. when you when you get to Twin Sons, um, and kind of, have you seen those episodes of Rebels? Uh, no, I haven't. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, but essentially, to sum it up in a couple of sentences, um, Obi Wan Kenobi fights Darth Maul, and then they kind of. I guess not quite make it up, but how do you put it? Like essentially Obi-Wan Kenobi kills Maul and then kinda it it's kinda emotional even though they've been enemies for all these years and uh when you get to those episodes that like he's also just a really, really good character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else do we have? Uh, yeah. Uh, do you have anything else that you know of? No, not really. Uh, yeah, I feel like, uh, cause this wasn't what we were expecting to do tonight. Um, I didn't have time to do my research properly and yeah, me neither. Points. Um, but yeah. Um, all right. Uh, there's no point in us just spending five minutes going. Yeah. Um. Oh, 
you know what else we could talk about quickly uh, is I finished reading um, J.W. Rinsler's The Making of Star Wars books. So um, I got The Making of Star Wars for Christmas and then I uh, bought the other two with my own money and uh, they're re really good books. I feel like they're probably the most in-depth ones that I read so far about the making of Star Wars and um, I find, find particularly going into sort of um, the writing process and the special effects because yeah. I hear quite a lot about the production and going out to Tunisia and filming and it being hideously hot and all that but you don't hear a lot about sort of George Lucas struggling to make a deal with Fox and like then editing it and um, the special effects side. Well, I guess you do hear a bit about the special effects side of things, but uh, this is the most in-depth that I've ever heard it go. And uh, again, highly recommend you pick, pick them up if you um, get the chance the Hard copies are really hard to find anywhere at a reasonable price, but um, mm. I found them on Google Books. They were really cheap. They were, mm. what were they? They were about five pounds, I think. So uh, oh. they're obviously digital books, not hard copies, but they're well worth picking up. And they're the uh, they're like the enhanced editions, so they've got um, like into like short snippets of interviews and stuff with past and crew members and uh yeah that they're, they're re really good um books that i would high highly recommend checking out if you're you've even just the slightest bit interested in the making of star wars films yeah okay <laughs> so i'll uh, check it out <laughs> So uh, yeah, um, unless you have any any last things you want to add, um, Jen? No, I don't have anything to say. All right then. Um, thank you for listening to today's episode. Please be sure to follow and like and subscribe and you know all of that sort of stuff. And until next time, we have spoken.